Welcome to the RVA Returners Podcast, your newest source for all things Final Fantasy TCG. Yeah, dude, I, think, I just think a lot of these new cards are stupid. I, I, they're, they're so good. Yeah. The, yeah. The, the game we've been playing is not going to be the same game. And with that being said, welcome to the RVA Returners Podcast. I'm not going to lie, I feel bad. I, I'm a liar. I did say the next episode was going to be Boston. Yeah, it turns out we've got pre-release and we're you know we have pre-release this weekend and we're going to have another episode next week after the first couple tournaments come out. So I, I apologize for being a filthy liar, filthy heathen liar. But with that being said, I'm your host Chris Adams, and with me as always, they can't quite be Lane and Rain because they're both boys. I'm talking Adam and Andrew Lane here. How you doing, fellas? Good, good. pretty good, pretty good. Just got from the pre-release. Yeah, yeah, it was a good Excited. time, man. That's what we're talking about today. That is the main focus of today's episode. Uh, I think we're going to do, kind of do this roundtable discussion. Uh, all three of our pools were drastically different. Um, so, Adam, I think uh, I think you're um, if we if we had a macho man uh, voice, uh, voiceover to put in here, yours was the cream of the crop here. Yeah. So yeah, we start there. Yeah. So we talked yeah, we'll about we yours. basically talked beforehand too, like. Cards that we were looking at that we thought were just powerful cards that you'd want to have. I think I hit most of them pretty much. Yeah, so it's kind of funny. Uh, the way they were passing them out, um, I pretty much had one. And uh, I looked at it and I was like, I'll hold on to this one and pass the next one over to Adam. Well, I was like, you know what? No. Here, Adam, you take this one and I'll take the next one. Yep. <laughs> so let's talk about some of the things you opened up in that pool. Uh, yeah. So... My first pack was Birdman. Oh, so good. Uh, I, I had me burp. It was so good. Then I think my second or third pack was Vaughn. Two yeah. cards that I've been really, really high on. Yeah. yeah. So like, going in, uh, it was like... At that point, I felt like I had to put some sort of fire. And if I wasn't playing fire, at least some way to play him. Oh, for sure. Um, so I had to run a little, at least a small fire package. And then Vaughn's easy because he's light, so I can play him anyways. Um, but then, then, then to keep that train going, didn't you also get... Pinello? Yeah, so I also had Pinello and I also pulled Rex yeah. as well, um, which, you know, all kind of worked with Vaughn. Um, and then I was able to pull, I pulled a pretty good amount of Earth stuff. Uh, so Earth was probably the main color that I made, that I pulled a lot of. So I think I that was for most people. I think I most people played Earth. Two of the, yeah, Mo- two of the Mobius Smog, I had an Ignis, I had a Gabranth, um, I had a Miner, I had the five drop guy that kind of um, that buffs based on how much damage you've taken. That guy's good. That guy's yeah. a good sealed card. He's pretty good in sealed. Really good sealed card. Uh, and then I had like I, I mean basically with six packs I had you had had to run like what you were given. So was, I, I had basically three colors mostly, mm-hmm. but then I also splashed in two other colors just based on like backups and stuff. So because mm-hmm. you said you could play back so any mana thing. Yeah, because it was uh, it was what they call simplified sealed. Yeah. Um. So. So I basically ran. It was mostly earth and um, and fire, but I also had a pretty good splash of ice and wind as well, mm-hmm. and a little bit of water cards, um, mm-hmm. just for to play them in. Um, and yeah, I mean, I had to put a lot of pretty good strong cards. Yeah, so you checked that box a handful. Yeah, you did times. good. <laughs> well, uh, what did you? What? Uh, what? Your record? You finished what? Three and one. It was four rounds. You so finished three and three one. Three and one. Um, the one game I lost, I think, was pretty winnable. It was rough. Like I was actually in control most of the, the like the mm-hmm. latter half of the game, mm-hmm. and then he blew me out at the very end by being able to haste his uh, the tomato. Oh man, that, that stupid tomato! Um, and that's what let him get through. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if I had actually saved one of my ice cards from the previous turn and held that instead of pitching it to play the Birdman, so mm-hmm. basically you have to go back two turns to the mistake that I made. If I had sure. held that ice card, I would have mm-hmm. been able to play a Doom Train, and I would have been able to actually stop him that turn and swing through the next turn. Sure, sure. But, you know, hindsight, so. Yeah. That's right, though. Like, turns out you had actually a really good pool, had some really good matchups. Um, now, as far as, as you, while you were playing through your, um, through your games, what cards really stood out? Uh, obviously, the Birdman and the Vaughn. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> Vaughn more so than Birdman, actually. Vaughn just straight up, like, as soon as Vaughn hit the field, it, like, I think every game I got to swing at least once I think one game I got to swing like five or six times which was just gross mm-hmm. um, so yeah he was he like he was really good Birdman was okay actually like the games I played him like he was forced they were forced to deal with him mm-hmm. uh, but he didn't he definitely didn't get as much damage as Vaughn got in uh, for sure and the fact that I had Pinello and Mog t- to search out Vaughn 
Um, I was only able to play Rex one game, but the game I played it was just a blowout. A blowout. Because uh, the guy had grenade. Mm-hmm. So I was playing against Sean from Fredericksburg, and he had a grenade. And I turned one, Pinelloed, searched for Vaughn, already had Rex in my hand, passed her to him, let him get through the extra point of damage, played Rex the next turn, which which triggered his grenade, blew up my Rex, and played Vaughn for, for, for four, basically. Yeah, yeah, so, and that that was a really good play. Like, well, a lot of these individual cards, that's why I'm having each all uh, each of us kind of highlight the cards that did work for us because we're gonna, we're gonna go more in depth about some of these specific cards later so it's important that we kind of put this out in the open yeah but uh, uh other than that just I'll, I'll go ahead and end mine really quick so we can get to the other people uh ignis and gabranth together uh did a lot of work across oh sure i i think that new gabranth a-okay i think that's a really good card i think he's gonna see play in any kind of earth decks moving forward so we're gonna go from that to Andrew Lane over here. What Drew? What um? Tell me about your pool. Some of your highlights. Some of your matchups. I don't think my pools were great. Mm-hmm. Um, I did get two Mog, which made things feel less awkward. I guess being able to play those oh, for any wow. mana and then just having the Earth to search. Mm-hmm. I did pull the Earth W O L. Oh, that guy. Um, Love and, that guy. Any game I hit him, I won. Uh, but mm-hmm. he was really the only kind of like curb stomper I had. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess it kind of just felt like you play big guys because there's not a lot of removal uh, in the set. That is true. Um, I think there's very little removal in this set, making sealed a little tough. Like this, this uh, I don't mean to cut you off, no. but this form, like this sealed format, is just about big stupid dudes that are just gigantic ass beaters. You turn them sideways, you look at the ceiling, and you just see you just see what ha- what goes through. Yeah. So. So I was playing the I had the W O L and then I had the five drop ice guy I can't remember his Ooh. name. Uh, what's it? Um, Zed or whatever. Zed. He's insane. Yo, I think, and you heard it here. I think that guy is better than Orphan, in the in the in the current ice discard build that I'm sure will be getting reworked. That guy is insane. Yeah, I think he's pretty good. Yeah, he 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 never felt bad. Uh, even even if I paid six to play him. Yeah. Uh, he still felt yeah. felt great. So basically, uh, what we're talking about is uh, there's a new five drop ice guy. He's a Final Fantasy eleven. Uh, he's a five drop nine k, and whenever he's damaged by a character, uh, that character's controller has to pitch a card, and for one ice, you can give him an extra thousand power to in a turn. And that doesn't that's not like a use of one thing. You can kind of pump him however much oh, ice yeah. you have. So yeah. So the he becomes the greatest blocker. Yeah. In the deck. Yeah. I mean, Ice doesn't have anything like that right now. Yeah. I think he's so, a great So, player. the best play I had with him for sure was uh, they had the the six drop 10K mm-hmm. that doesn't never dies. Oh, that guy. Um, yeah. Great so, and sealed. Not a great card, I think, otherwise, but great and sealed. So, I, bl- I blocked it, pumped the 10, so we traded. Mm-hmm. But then, since I took damage and I, he, he had to discard as it bumps back to his hand's only card in his hand. Oh, that's so, real good. So, that, that feels good. Mm hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, I didn't, I didn't see him only. Actually, in that I wonder one how that goes. Well, off. if if he's the active player, who's the active? player? So he would be the active player. Yeah. So maybe um, I think the discard would happen first, oh. then the damage. So we probably misplayed that. Then. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure. But I think if it was the other way around, that would have happened correctly. I'm not sure the ordering of things because damage resolution happens. He would die, but then I don't know like when. That'd be a good question to ask. I'm, not, yeah. I'm honestly not so sure. So that's that's how we played it. But, I mean, I only saw him one game, and it was that game, and I did win that one. But uh, overall, I went 2-2. Um, not bad. Not great. Yeah, out of four rounds, it's fine. And um, how many colors were you playing? <laughs> all of them, I think. Uh, mainly wind, lightning, uh, ice uh-huh. was my main. Or no. Yeah. Those three, three mainly. Yeah. And a little bit of earth, just because mm-hmm. uh, WL was so good. I feel like I had to run a little bit, and I had the Mogs and Miner, so that's mm-hmm. pretty all the Earth. That's pretty much all the Earth cards I had, uh, but they were all really good. Absolutely, and um, so similar with me, um, but as opposed to Opus Four, where I had the Nuts pool, my pool was not great this time around. It was not good at all. Now, granted, one of the cards that really helped me here, um, I did pull a uh, Diablo Diabolos. That card won me uh, two games, just because. When it goes back to like this, this set they use a term in Magic called battle cruiser magic, where you're just using big stupid dudes to do big stupid things. That card helped me get over a lot of these big battle cruiser characters that people were playing. 
Because both times I broke the just whatever five drop they were beating me down with. Then I'd make their four their their four drop whatever they had, be it Caius, be it Gabranth, be it uh Wool or any of the other um, any of the other warriors of light, I'd make them a 1k to kind of just take them off the table. Um, so yeah, I was in every single color. The only the only element I did not have in my deck was light, and I had at least four or five cards from each elephant. Uh, elephant element. Um, I was all over the place. I was able to squeak out two and two, and then sneak into top eight. So. Now, granted, while my pool was all over the place, I had a lot of really strong synergies. I pulled a Foil Ash starter card. That same pack, I pulled a Vossler. So right there, I've got something yeah. that helps. And, and I played them almost every game, and they, they did work. Um, I got the water backups that allow you, that really benefit parties. Uh, I can't remember what their names are. The one that gives all the people in the party plus 1,000, and the other one that if you, you party attack and you do damage... You get to draw a card. Yeah, they're both two drops, but I don't remember their names either. It's like yeah. Cecilia or something. Yeah, like that. and that helped with those two because when I would party attack with them, and then they'd get one bigger, and then they, you know, they're reducing damage done to them, and then I'm drawing a card. So I got a lot of mileage out of that little water package. Um, I did also have a Leviathan that I used both times with a full grip, which felt really good. I'm really high on that new Leviathan. Things really, really, really solid. Yep. Um, but I will say also like. Adam and Andrew here, my pool was made up of mostly Earth cards as well. I didn't have any, like, great Earth legendary cards. I didn't have no... I didn't have Wall. I didn't have Angus. But I also... I did have two uh, Mog Mobius. Yep. Which, that guy's a game changer. Does not feel bad. Seemed to be a theme. Oh, yeah. Uh, I also had a Miner. Um, I also had the big dumb guy that... Um, the 5-drop 7K that for each point of damage you have, he gets a K bigger. That guy is just a, a late game superstar because he's just big, beefy, and you, you're not afraid to either leave him back or, man, turn his stupid ass sideways. You're fine with it. Yep. Um, but yeah, I, I said went two and two, squeaked into top eight. We actually did a top eight cut, which will lead in. Uh, that's the next segue. So we had we did a top eight. It was best of one, sneaking into top eight on my tiebreakers, and I. I probably had the most memorable top eight game because it lasted a really long time. Yeah. I, I won. I squeaked it out on a deck out because I was just able to go wide. And the card that kept this... I, I had this game in the bag for a while, but the card that kept that kept me from really going over the top was that there's that new ice backup that you, pick, you, you pay one in ice and tap it. You pick a number. Forwards of that number cannot attack. And keeping with the same stuff we've been talking about, it's never a bad option to call the number five. Yeah, uh, and yeah, so you're talking about Matt, which is another guy from our community who, who went uh, four. He went undefeated in Swiss in this thing, by the way. Yes, and his deck really was dumb. pretty solid. And yeah, he had two of those, and I, th- I think it's arithmetician. No, he had three. He had a well, full, but he had two out against you. Oh, against me, he had two out, yeah. which made it really, really hard. Yeah, I think I think he. Uh, yeah, I think it's arithmetician. I think that's mm-hmm. I think that's the name of the card. Yeah, it's really, really. It was really strong, and it it stopped me from doing a lot of things because I had two five drops out, I had two two drops out, and then I had a, I was able to get a three and a four drop out, and pretty much what it came down to is I drew my last two cards, so I, I have nothing left. Yeah, I have to win, win this turn, yeah. and he had two cards left. I just need to get one point of damage through so he can't draw. Mm-hmm. And this is, of course, we got everybody around us uh, at this point. Um, every other top eight game is done. And he, he says, he looks at me and says, depending on how you attack is going to be, whether you, because he calls two and five, taking four, uh, four of my forwards just out of, out of this fight event immediately. So I'm sitting there with the three drop, the the um, the, Psycon. The, the Psycon commander, or Psycon commander, and Nugabranth, who, so... Pretty much, depending on which one I attacked with, I would win or lose. So my, my first thought is, you know what, I'm just going to swing with Gabranth. He's the biggest guy. Let's turn him sideways first. Turns out it was the right call. Because if I would have not turned him sideways, he would have because he had the uh, Doom Train Summon in his hand that he could have killed the Psycom just right off the bat. And then he would he would have been able to um, dull Gabranth. Mm-hmm. So yeah, cause, yeah. Well, basically, what would have happened is if he would have declared the attack with the Psycom, he could play his Doom Train. Yep. Dealing seven K to the Psycom and then dulling Gabranth, which basically yeah. means you get no damage in because yep. your seven K dies before damage is calculated. 
Yep. And your eight cake is stolen. You can't attack. Yep. So thankfully, I made the right choice, and I just swung the one time because that's all I had, and then that was it. So. Yeah. And then that's I think crazy. When we cut, and then when we cut, uh, well, you you were in top eight as well. Yeah, I also made it to top eight. My top eight was uh was was over pretty quick, honestly. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, th- I think I had briefly mentioned it. So basically, I was playing against Sean from Fredericksburg. And uh, he went turn one, um, the ice, the five-drop ice guy, mm-hmm. and then grenade. So he basically pitched his whole hand, play a five-drop, and a two-drop that does 8K to a four that has mm-hmm. 8K or less power. So at that point, I'm like, okay. So then I look at my hand, and I had Pinello, I mm-hmm. had Rex, mm-hmm. and I can't remember what the other cards were, to be honest. But So basically, because I could play any color like I could pay for backups any color I pitch to I play Pinello so I overpay for Pinello I search for my light Vaughn and then I pass mm-hmm. so he draws his two he only has two cards in hand uh, and he swings through it I'm like okay I'm just gonna take that points whatever mm-hmm. take the one point next turn I tap Pinello I, I pitch two cards I play Rex mm-hmm. so I overpay for Rex but then Rex dies and then I play Vaughn for free mm-hmm. and then basically Vaughn just kind of wrecked him the rest of the game yeah yeah pretty much like every every time I was just swinging with Vaughn I was either like most of the time it was either plus 2,000 draw a card or can't block dull. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah, I, th- I think that card's going to be really, really good. Um, so over and uh, overall, the pre-release event was a lot of fun. Uh, clearly, five-color jank is the flavor of this format. Just yeah. All you need is, uh, especially if you're doing the, the, the modified sealed. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think the reason for that is because you, this time around you only got six packs. It definitely helped um, um, because it, it would be impossible to play on six packs. Um, yeah, I mean, I think I think what you ideally want to do is you're probably going to end up with three elements at least, and then yeah. you just have to splash in stuff like power cards that way mm-hmm. you can. Yeah, I would have appreciated three more packs like it was before, yeah. and then you could kind of play three colors and mm-hmm. not have to splash so much other stuff. Yeah, and another card I got a lot of mileage of was old Kamlanot, whatever the the dark guy that lets you search for another dark guy, and he changes his element every turn. Uh, the fact that I had all that party attack stuff set up, mm-hmm. I would change him to an element that would make my party attacks more beneficial. So I got a lot of mileage out of that. Um, and with that being said, great time, great pre-release. Um, but now I'm ready to start actually building decks and getting ready for constructed. So with that being said, Adam, Drew, what cards that you saw today that you actually... You know, because you can theory craft all day long, and granted, yes, a sealed environment is a lot different from a from a constructed environment. But actually, having hands on time with these cards, each of you pick one that you saw and you got to play. Name the card that got that that you think is just going to change the way constructed is played. And we'll start with you, Adam. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's hard. There's a lot of good cards. That I think are going to see play in the set, and like the more I played with them, the stronger I think the set is. But my sure. my pick, like, and I'm I'm not saying this is the only card, but my pick for what I think is going to be a really strong card is my te- the new I summon Mateus. Mm-hmm. So it's a one cost, mm-hmm. and basically all it does is choose a blocking forward and break it. Yep. So the reason I think this card is really strong, so it's it's not it's it's good and sealed. I, I ran it in my deck, but I never really got to play it. I got to use it once. Um, but in constructed. Just think of the fact that a lot of your ice stuff is understated, mm-hmm. and a lot and a lot of times they want to block your ice stuff because you're pitching cards. Like if Genesis and Lock are coming through there, they're they're gonna force you to pitch. Mm-hmm. Now, even if you have a favorable block on Lock or Lock and Genesis, you still have to be worried about this card because, like, if if I just attack with Lock and you got like a nine K on the board, you know something's up. Mm-hmm. So like. The, the, like now it's like okay do I cause bluff do I block but because if you block and I pay one mana I just kill your five drop you know yep um, and I mean for one mana that seems really really strong and, and like I said a lot of ice guys are kind of understated for the most part mm-hmm. yeah. and so this makes them even stronger and just threatening that card to just break something straight up yeah just seems really really good it makes uh, it definitely makes Cecil a liability yeah. more so than he already can be yeah, and I can even see some other tricky stuff to maybe like at the end of the game, like you chump, like you block something with Setzer that wouldn't quite have killed it, mm-hmm. and then you kill your own Setzer to dull and free something, or you block with Renoa. So like say those scenarios where like you know I've been in tournament, I've done this plenty of times where a Renoa will swing on me, 
and not thinking that I have like a favorable lock with like a lower cost guy or something, mm-hmm. or like, or I'll swing on them with a lower cost thing or something, you know, something along those lines where Renoa won't die. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, now you have the option if you want to like, it's, it's like a cute play. I'm not saying this is like optimal, but you can kill your own Renoa. Yeah. Nope. Guarantee that that it goes off, you know. Yep. No, that's that's actually yeah. a really smart play. Because um, there's nothing better than if, you know, going back to the Setzer play, I like having Setzer, you know, block with somebody. Mm-hmm. Now, I guess now, I guess this is a timing issue. So, they block. Does damage resolve after the block? Because there's no way you can block, kill that guy, then kill your Setzer to dull and freeze another not, guy. Not if, what is, yeah. not well, if I guess, higher power. Yeah, because the damage is yeah, resolved yeah, last. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, but you still got some options. I do, I agree, it's a really, really good ice summon, I think. That card replaces, like, Opus 4 Shiva. Granted, it's not a burst. It's, it's tough. Yeah, I, I, I think it definitely has a home. Like, you're, you're going to try... I think you want to try to fit this card in right now. For sure. I think I, it's a really, really good I, card. Yeah. And I think that paired with that new Ice card, I think somewhere you got to find room for those. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, um, good. So, I guess, you know, I guess next we'll go with the Earth card, Chris. Yeah, uh, mine, honestly, is uh, is actually like Vaughn. I know that seems like a safe pick because he is a legendary in the set. But... When that guy, like, you have to deal with him before he gets to attack. Because once he gets, God, this man is a diesel engine. Once he, yeah, it takes him a little bit to get going, unless you have a haste enabler, like a sage or, you know, any kind of any kind of package that allows you to make him hasty. This guy is putting you at an immediate advantage, either be it card advantage, he's just a big body, or now two of your forwards are useless. Yeah, I, I will say, like, I played him in the pre-release almost mm-hmm. every game because I had just ridiculous amount of ways to get him. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he hit my damage one time, which was the game that I lost, ironically, yeah. actually. Um, so the only one I really didn't use that much was choose a backup activator. Sure. But all of the other four, like, the fact that when I swing and if he's the only one and I'm not really caring if they chump block or whatever, mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I'll draw a card, he's a 10k. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. then, you know, at the end of games, I'm like, I'll attack. He can't block. He's dull. Yeah. You know, like, the guy just, he just finishes up the game. He, he's super gross. Yeah, there's a lot of ways to get to him in multiple different decks now. Um, yeah, the fact that he's light makes him super splashable. Um, yeah. I, you know, clearly he's going in Sky Pirates. I said it again. Um, I'm playing him in fire decks I'm looking to build, which, you know, we'll touch more on that later. I think... I think this card is a threat. Now, I know the argument is, oh, well, what about Emperor? What about Light Zidane? This guy, while this guy does not have the shutdown effect that Emperor does, I would, I am, every time, every time if you play Emperor and I play Vaughn, who's going to win? Yeah, I mean, it depends. Like I said, if, if Vaughn, and this is the way I look at it, right? So Vaughn costs five, so he's under curve. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's 8k, which means a lot of things do hit him. Sure. Bahama, Bahama's the first thing that comes to mind. But if this guy gets to swing one time, just one time, yep. he has he's already gotten value. Yep. yep. That's all it takes. Yeah, it, just <laughs> takes, it literally just takes one swing. And every swing after that is just, like, you're grossly in your favor. Yeah. You've already had your cake. Um, like I said, I think I swung, I swung with him, like, five times one match, and that just felt really dumb. Yeah. The guy's um, stupid. The guy's... Yeah. And, He's really Man, good. I, I can't say enough good about yeah. this card. He, I think I, he is my vote for best legendary in this set. I can see that. Hands down. Hands down. Drew, what's yours? So I don't, I'm don't. i not going with necessarily a card I think is going to break the meta, but mm-hmm. I think it's a card from the set that you'll see the most of, mm-hmm. uh, which is the uh, Mobius Mog. Oh, my God. Um, Guys, just, we have a generic tutor. Yeah, I think this card is disgusting. Um, and with the minor also coming out in this set, makes it really good too they're both earth so you two earth break search your deck for a forward not an earth forward just any forward is that means it gets light it gets dark you get yeah. by the way yeah. it's it gets everything it's everything so you there's already all these decks up there that just kind of here's a dotaluma a you know a few earth cards just so they can play shantota mm-hmm. now you also get this i mean and you can thin your deck and to your thing like i said i don't think it breaks the meta per se but I think from this set, that is the card you'll see the most of. Yeah, because didn't all three of us get two of those? I had two. I, I had two. I, I had two. You had two. You had two. Matt had three. Jeez. So it's a common. It is a common. Yeah. So. And the fact that it's a two. Well, first it's a two-cost backup. So you're dropping that thing turn one if you're playing some kind of Earth deck, Earth Splash deck. Yep. Then when you need something, you can just go and get it. Yep. For pitching an Earth card, paying two Earth, breaking the thing, which the fact that it breaks itself is also great. Not bad. 
Yeah, so, I mean, like, I was comparing this to Merle Web, right? Like, let's compare it to Merle Web. Sure. So, this is a two-cost backup, and then you have to pay two more Earth. So, essentially, like, the only limitation is that you're going to spend three Earth on this thing no matter what. So, mm-hmm. it has you have to have a pretty good amount of Earth in your deck, to be honest. Like, to be able to play this card. And then, yeah, tap, break, search for any forward you want. So, Merle Web's a water only. She yep. costs four. Mm-hmm. Which, if you, like, go by his cost plus his uh, ability cost, four. Mm-hmm. Uh, she can't. She's not an ability, so she's she's a bit harder to stop. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like like I said, like you play this guy on turn one, you don't feel bad at all. No, not at all. Um, and then like he like Drew said, especially with the new minor card, like you can play minor early, pitch this, get this back, so minor costs only two. Mm-hmm. Play that guy the same turn. Now you mm-hmm. got a four cost and a two drop backup that you only paid four for. And then your miner can then like break itself to get forwards, but it's gonna be miner's really good I, too. I, I think Earth. <laughs> got the most support in this oh, set and I think time. it's a gross amount of support like I think a lot of their cards are really strong um and I think as a core like as an element on their own and as like a support element to other elements I think they got a lot oh yeah I think they were already a great support element and now they just got more so yeah my, my prediction would be that you're gonna see a lot of like X Earth X more, like more like something in Earth together mm-hmm. you're gonna see more of I think because and you know I think as far as you know Vaughn and you know the fact that Moogle can go get Vaughn. Yeah. Like, Moogle yeah. can just go get him. Oh, I, I want this guy? Cool. He's a one-of in my deck. Yeah, I mean... Let me get him. And I, then guess what? If he dies, Miner can get him back. Yeah. You can get Vaughn back, yeah. So, like, the Earth... Earth is the element of choice, I think, that that is looking really, really strong to me going into Opus 5. Yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to messing around with... Uh, with Earth for sure. I mean, yeah, like the like you said, the Mog. I use the Mog to get Vaughn today. I use Mog to get uh, Birdman today. Mm-hmm. I use them to get like eh, you mean you get whatever you want. It's, yeah, it's you get any forward. It's pretty yeah, disgusting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that card's insane. I, yeah. I think that's good. And um, especially now that you know pre-release weekend's over, everyone's kind of coming down from the high. Next week we have the Petite Cup in Ohio, which is a bigger event, and I know a lot of local shops will be running there because I know on Tuesday we're going to be running our first weekly. Like proper weekly, but we're gonna let we're gonna let people proxy and play Opus Five cards. I, I think at this point we're close enough. Opus Four, it the Opus Four meta is it's time to move on. Yeah, I mean, I'd rather be playing Opus Five on Tuesday just to get people ready. Plus we have a turn another tournament on Saturday, so there's the Ohio exactly. tournament, and then we also have a local tournament. So mm-hmm. I know Chris, you're going to Ohio, but I think you're the only one really out of our group here that's going. Some Fredericksburg guys are going. Yeah. Uh, and then most of us are going to be going to the Richmond event, uh, mm-hmm. which is like a win a case, basically. Yeah. Assuming enough people show up. Um, so I'm hoping by then I have all the cards that I need. Yeah. Uh, so I guess, yeah, going, going off that, we can talk about like what decks we're looking to play in those events. Man. Well, I think the easiest one to talk about, the easiest of the three, Drew, we, I, I, <laughs> we, you think you, I, we think you have an idea of what you're going to be doing like pretty pretty, pretty, pretty well. dry. Yeah. yeah. Uh, just a matter of numbers, I guess, how many of the new mm-hmm. cards I'm putting in. But I'm still going to play Mono Win probably on Saturday. They um, got a lot of good support, too. Yeah, just teching in the new stuff. Hopefully, I think the Yostolzars want to get. Uh, obviously, um, in the pre-release we just had, I don't think I saw a single one. I didn't see a single one. Uh, so, her and the new Dia- Diabolos and... Um, Ark. Ark. Yeah, those three are definitely going in the Mono Work deck. But I'm, kind of, I'm just sticking with it. Um, you mean Mono Wind? Wind, yeah. We, we were so high on Earth that it's <laughs> the only so color we see. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think the deck only got better. And, I agree. I agree and with that. I don't know how much the meta will shift in the first week. Probably not yeah, a whole and lot. Then, yeah, and then you got, you got some new uh, cute plays because you've got that new win backup that we touched on, the one that you comes into play, you return a character to your hand if you do draw a card. Yep. You can just get some insane value by returning like your Kane Senna or your Bart's back to your Zidane. hand and play that. Zidane's the one Zidane. I'm looking at. Yeah, like yeah. I, I think that's another one you look at too. I think Mono Win is really strong moving forward. Um, just these new, these new pieces. Um, Yustol is great because she she shuts down the the Shantoto that you know you're expecting when you start going wide. Arc, to me, Arc is the card that really really makes the deck over the top because you you can dull a combination of three forwards and backups. Choose a forward you control. It can't be blocked by a by a forward yeah. of three or greater. That is, that's big. Three and a greater. That's on. That's ninety percent of the forwards you're going to see. Yeah. Yep. And the fact that you can, you know, you, that's where you got the lines where you, you'll dole three guys. You'll do arcs thing. Then you'll jam a Bart's or a Kane Seno. You'll untap all that. You'll tap three more. 
you'll do it again. Uh, you'll play in Ares. You'll untap them. You, so pretty much your guy, like you're making it so almost your entire board will be unblockable. Then not to mention you still have Cobalt Droid, who's yeah, already already, already it, has right? that. Yeah. So Art Art can just straight win you a game or get you points of damage that your opponent just can't do anything about. They, they, their forwards look great on their side of the board, but they can't do anything yeah. about the, <laughs> the 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 three are up. So I, I think he's a good card. Also, he's an anthem for all of your win characters, which is pretty yeah. uh, pretty primo. Yeah, I think the uh, the only thing coming out of this that I kind of realized is the new Diabolus is not as good uh, as I thought it was, um, just I because agree. of the way we found out that the ability works. Yeah, all the how. So for those who aren't aware, any of these choose two if any of your 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 value menu uh, summons that have come out, the uh, the way they work is they resolve from the top down as a group. So if you choose, so say Diabolus, I believe the first one on top is. It's choose one, five or more of the break. Yeah, so say you, you target, and then you choose the next one, which the, all day long I chose the break of five or more, and then a four or less, reduce it to 1K. So if you target the five or more, and somehow they, they're they able to make that target illegal, you don't get the rest of the card fizzles out. Yeah, actually, either one. If either one is... Really? I yeah, thought, okay. even if the second one fizzles, the first one fizzles. Yeah, so the way keep in mind... Work. Like I, I think that really hurts the value on a lot of these choose choose your own adventure some I got nicknames for these things for days. <laughs> um, so I think it's still a good you know maybe a one of I think, of, one of is I, I think it's, it, it can it clearly proved today in a sealed environment that it can just remove a threat and sometimes that's all you need to push through. Yeah, true. Yep. So with that, obviously, mono. I think mono wins really strong. I think it's a strong choice. I think just you know testing it, learning the lines, working the numbers out, yeah. like you said, for sure. Now, Adam, you're also going to the battlegrounds local. What uh, what are you thinking? Yeah, so I'm still looking at Fire Earth. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the build that I've been toying with since uh, the Kafka Cup sure. that we had. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, the more I look at it, the more I think it's going to change. I think a lot. I think it's going to look a, a very different. I mean, obviously, you're still going to have your core cards like with Saban and stuff like that, mm-hmm. but. There's a lot of stuff, mostly Earth stuff, right. that is just too good to ignore. And it, it sucks because it starts making us like kind of devalue the fuck. Because, you know, we both, again, we, for those who listened, uh, we both played the same deck at the Kefka Cup. Both made top eight. Uh, I lost my quarterfinal match. Adam went on to win the whole thing. But the deck felt really good for both of us all day. And with all these new Earth cards, the deck is definitely changing. But we were talking about it on the way to dinner tonight, and the, every time we were like, ah, well, why don't we take out this and put this in? And we're like, wow, we're just slowly stripping the fire cards out of this thing. Yeah. I mean, really, like, the fire cards that we really want are, like, Birdman, Sabin, mm-hmm. Vivi, and Lednar, for the most part. Because mm-hmm. uh, I still like Lednar in the deck a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, the backups are the hard thing. Like, there's just a lot, a lot of the Earth, ba- like, a lot of the backups we want are Earth backups, but mm-hmm. we can't go all Earth backups, because then we won't be able to play our fire cards. Right. So... Yeah, I mean, you got the new Mog, you got Meyer, you got Mamodi, you mm. got, I mean, what else? There, I'm, I'm sure I'm forgetting uh, one. Star Sybil. Oh, yeah, Star, Star Sybil. Mm-hmm. Old Sybil Shepherd. Which is a Santoto tutor, which I guess they thought the game needed. Yeah, I, I guess. Yeah, wow. <laughs> they heard um, the podcast. And also, it gets you a free duder in there for, you, know, you break it and yeah. you drop yeah. a duder from your hand uh, into play for free. I think Light Vaughn fits in there. Oh, absolutely. Uh, does. Pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's just there's a lot. I mean, even Fort Caustic Branth is something we have to think about. Oh, absolutely, and we we I know we've talked about putting uh, Earth Wol in there because that's another card that um I, that's another one of those cards that he I, I know Drew you and Matt both got a lot of mileage out of yeah. that guy today too. I mean, um, the the biggest thing for me is unlike Va- uh, Vaughn, he doesn't have to swing. Yeah, he just does it at the start of your attack <laughs> step. You play him, you go to combat. I choose two, and that yeah. that's really good. I almost used it more like an anthem, where I never swung with him. Yeah. It would be this guy gets brave, this other guy gets plus two K. Mm-hmm. I'm coming in. Yep. And that just seemed really good because then they, especially in the sealed, obviously it's going to be different in the mm-hmm. constructed when there's not when there's more hate, more you know destruction. Well, and I personally think, and this is where I value him. This is where I was valuing him from the moment I saw him. The fact that one of the choices you can make is that forwards cannot be targeted. Uh, and that's any forward cannot be targeted by EX bursts of characters or summons, which means they can't be targeted by EX bursts. Yeah. Well, so, uh, Ma- oh no, yeah, character. Yeah. Character or something. Yeah. Yeah, there's, so. There, yeah so, so as of right now, no. Yeah. 
So the fact that, you know, and how many times, and I, I've personally gotten to a point where, like, the, the game swung because you pop over that Jill, you know, for EX Burst, or you pop over that Chaos when you have Yuna on the board, or a Leviathan. Yeah. All of a sudden, attacking becomes less scary because those EX Bursts don't mean anything. And all you had to do was play that guy. Yeah. And he's a four-man AK. He is on curve. Like I think that guy is gross, and we were talking about him in Fire Earth because of the fact that, our you know we're 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 a very combat focused deck, and if, if you swing with somebody and then they pop a you know they pop a Leviathan and now Saban's back to your hand or Birdman's back to your hand like that slows us down pretty pretty um, significantly. So now if we drop wall and it's like hey guess what those EX bursts don't do shit. You're not afraid to just turn your guys sideways and keep swinging. Like you are not afraid to keep the pressure. I'm not turning anything sideways. Oh yeah, well, 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 what deck are you playing? I'm pushing it forward. Right, but now we're not afraid to do that because all of those ex bursts that you're worried about don't mean anything. Yeah, for sure. And I think like you like ideally like I mean just thought process. What I'm thinking is like you have that guy. You got the backup that gives break for free, which Mm -hmm. she can do the turn she comes out. By the way, Mm -hmm. Uh, because like the way she's worded. So you like you play that guy and her. And then you go to combat. Even if you just played Wool that turn, you're given two things brave and something else, a boost, or maybe negating their EX bursts. Yep. And then, like, you know... Now, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, the more I think about it, like, the need for Cyan goes down. And I, I, I hate cutting the card because he did a lot of work for me when we mm-hmm. played the previous build. But I... And then the, the, it goes back to the thing of, like, we're cutting fire cards because all these new Earth cards are great. Yep. Um, and then, like I said, I, I think Earth got the most support, and I think you watch out for Earth this set. Like, Which... Leads me to what I'm play- looking at in Ohio because let's be honest, I think ice uh, mono ice is still a very safe deck to play because they're still going to strip your hand, they're still going to tap your guys down, they're still just going to tempo you out of the game. And uh, Orphan is a good card. I think Zane or Zine, I think I think that guy's a better top curve for you, and I'll just I'll be the first to say it now. But I think with all this Earth support, I'm either going to do Earth Fire because I, I like I like the fact that the deck just doesn't lose in combat, mm-hmm. and I get to play Saban, which makes me just feel good all the time. But I'm seriously, seriously considering Mono Earth just because of you know the minor value, the the uh, Ingus value, the, the the Mog value. Now I can I can I can toolbox my forwards out and not have to worry about it. And also the fact that uh, New Yang. If I'm playing against Mono Ice and I drop Guy and Yang, oh, thanks for playing. Because I've just I've just eliminated half the shit that your deck can do. And guess what? My guys are big. I'm just going to push them forward. Yeah. So that's going to be unanswered damage every turn that you just can't do anything about. Are you going to break them? Cool, here's Titan. Thanks for playing. You know what I mean? Like, I, I think Mono Earth is the deck I'm going to play, but I just, I, I'm really, really torn. I want to get some serious testing done this week. Um, I, I just, I really think Earth is really, really strong. And, you know, the fact that, you know, Wall, Angus, Nugabranth. Nugabranth is silly. Yeah, he's really good. Because yeah. what's also great about Nugabranth, if somehow you manage to get him out of the way and they swing with Genesis, I'll just pop Gabranth. I'm not pitching a card because you didn't do any damage this turn. Yep. As long, yeah, you have to KO him, but yeah. Yeah, like it's there's a lot of really neat stuff that Earth can do, and I think I think that I'm really leaning towards Earth in this set. Not I'm not discounting any. I think I still think Fire Ice uh, FF6 from Opus Four still playable with a couple additions. I think Vaughn goes in that deck. I think Birdman finds a home in that deck. A lot of these real big silly combat centric forwards. Um, again, this set is very centered around battle cruiser fighting like you're, you these are all boss fights boys and girls these are all boss fights we're doing now yeah i think it's gonna be hard to try to figure out what people what everybody's gonna be playing that first I, week i think it's still gonna be a lot of opus four a lot of opus four oh it's safe it's yeah very, i mean i've talked safe. to a few people and a few people are like yeah i'm just gonna play what i played before and I'm, i might not even add any new cards to it i would love that i would absolutely love that if i got to sit around that sit across from that all day long yeah i mean there's gonna be a lot of card reading oh for sure absolutely at that tournament for sure so I don't know, man. Like I think Opus Five is shaping up to really be something really neat. Um, Did you want to talk about the deck that you're trying to build right now? Oh yeah, something <laughs> cute. We're doing some. Uh, yeah, you sure. Know um, it, we've got the time. We can talk about cute project builds that we're doing. Yeah, so I, you'll never guess what we, mine is. We know it, we, we know what Chris is. Um, you know, pirates aren't always in the sea, right? You know what I'm saying Yarg. Um, so I my favorite game is uh, Final Fantasy IV, like we talked about mm-hmm. before. Um, so I'm actually trying to build a twins deck. 
currently. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like the twin cast, like just to see how it goes. Um, right now, I, I think the deck, the list I'm going off of and kind of tweaking is older. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when I just got to see what all these new cards do. We've kind of been, me and Adam have been tweaking it out a little bit too. I do. I don't think it's great. Obviously, um, there are cards that just completely shut it down. Mm-hmm. So if they play Emperor, you just feel bad because the deck doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the the two new twins they printed in this set are are okay. the The Palom is definitely better than the Porum. I think the Palom draws a. Uh, well, it lets you look at the top five. Top five, you one. get a card. Well, you, got, you got it flipped. I got it backwards. Yeah. So yeah, you look the other one. You look at the top five. You get Porum a card. Porum is the water. The girl. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Okay. So you look at the top five. Pick one. You pick one. You get it. And then she can also, I think it's two colorless tap, and she negates a special. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's pretty good, too. Another special on action ability. Action ability. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Uh, the new the new Porm is okay. He draws a card. If you control Palom. If you can get Palom. Yeah. Um, he, but, he, he needs a lot going for him. And for I, I, think, I think the the, uh, the the other, was it Opus 3? Him is good, but I don't run him because mm-hmm. I want the three drop more than any of the other ones. Because I'm just trying to play for the twin cast. I think the one card that I do want in the deck from uh, Opus Five is the guy that lets me take a second turn. Uh, I I think like we talked about before with the spoiler podcast, people are going to try to build around it. I already have the deck. I'm just kind of putting it in there. Mm-hmm. I mean, tw- twin casting twice seems good. Mm-hmm. Unanswered damage is not bad. I think it is a double-edged sword because I think you'd have to run three dark cards, mm-hmm. which can feel kind of bad. Probably four. I think it's going to be in four. But. Yeah, because you run three of that guy and one of the guy that searches too, yeah. possibly. Yeah. But also, too, even if you don't get that off, you're still sitting on a 10K that when he, le- yeah. when he leaves the field for any reason at all, for anything, he comes back to your hand. He's really, he's really good. <laughs> yeah, he was pretty annoying in Sealed. Yeah, I, I played my, against him. Yeah, my time. second round match in Sealed was turn one, yeah. 10K. I managed, I managed to win a match Deal that was it. turn one, 10K. It was yeah. rough. It was definitely rough. But, uh, yeah, go ahead. You want to talk about your pet well, deck for a little well, bit? Well, yeah, what's really cool is I know, I know I've beaten this Sky Pirates thing into the ground, um, but um, the starter decks also, for, for anybody who is excited about any of the new cards, the starter decks went on sale this week uh, during pre-release. Um, and, obviously, I picked up the 12 deck. The deck feels really good. Um, I think New Ash is really good. Um, I, I've said I've said good things about her. She's not as good as other Ash, but the fact that she can draw a card when she comes in, which she'll do ninety nine percent of the time. And Vossler, Vossler looks good on paper. He looks good in the game too. <laughs> uh, he's actually uh, the fact that you, when you get both of those two online, especially if you have a um, Rassler, Ash is not going anywhere. Yeah. Because Vossler reduces her damage, Vossler reduces his damage, and also reduces cost if you control Ash. And the, you, there's a lot of neat plays. Um, I think the deck is fine, especially once you tweak it up. It, I, I don't see it doing anything crazy because Earth, uh, sorry, Wind, well, we got Earth on the brain, man, I'm telling you. Hey, we're all thinking Earth. Wind Water Standard Units is still a better deck in those colors for competitive for a competitive choice. I'm not, gonna, I'm not saying this deck is better than that, but if you want a fun theme deck that you can actually build... You know, with almost that entire starter deck, it's a good way to go, and it's it's synergistic. It's fun. Um, it has some really neat lines and some really neat plays, and I'm just I'm excited to actually put it all together and put it on paper and see if, like see if I can you know scrounge out a weekly or two with that. My, honestly, if I if I really didn't want to test so hard for Ohio, I'd probably play Sky Pirates on Tuesday for shits and giggles. Yep. What about you, Adam? Is there something you, fun yeah. you're looking you to build? Project? Something neat? Uh, so I've been messing around with like a, the Fasoya, the backup Fasoya, the light backup. Mm-hmm. Um, probably thinking something along the lines of like Water Earth. Sure. Use like the new Cecil. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and just do some cool combos with that. Like I, I don't think it's like super competitive, but you know, you know, you kind of you damage yourself. You play them, you get the KO stuff. You can recycle them with Miner. You know, you, can, you mm-hmm. do all sorts of stuff. Oh yeah. Uh, you can you can mog the new mog to search out another one. Use the special mm-hmm. KO something else. Um, and he's a burst, which is cool. And then you know use like a lot of other cards that boost based on like damage. So like maybe the new five drop guy that gets plus one K. Yeah. For each thing, thing for each point of damage you have. The old Dark Knight, the four drop Dark Knight. Uh, any version of Gabranth becomes excellent in the deck. Yep. Uh, actually, I think I think the the new one might be the way to go, just because you're going to be so high on damage and be able to prevent yeah any damage from being done to you. It just seems pretty mm-hmm. good. 
And guess what? You can get that guy back with Miner just in case. Yes. So also you have Gabr- you have a full place a magic playset of Gabranth. And you can like. search him with Mog. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, I, I I cannot say enough good about Earth in this set. Um and yes, it's early. Yes, I do think some other things will pop up. But right now, Earth has all the right moves. Uh, a lot of neat stuff. Yeah, and then another card that we didn't really touch on that's new to Opus Five is the Ice Backup, the Conjurer Backup, who I think is pretty interesting. Is so that the one that lets you get a standard unit. You get a standard unit back from your your uh, break zone, mm-hmm. but it doesn't specify forwards. So you can get those backup standard units. Uh, so, so any you of those, get back the minor. You could get back minor because minor is a standard unit. <laughs> Stupid. Um, so like in Earth Ice or something like that. But like a lot of like the staple backups tend to be like those standard unity backups, and so now you can like recycle them and stuff. Yeah, like if the, uh, arch, uh, like if they archer your red mage or something. You know, like yeah. there's a lot of these great cards. Yeah. The only thing is, it's kind of off color and ice, which is probably a good thing. <laughs> sure. Oh yeah, for sure. Because uh, if that thing was in like wind or wind water. or water, it would be, oh man, could you imagine that, that thing was in wind. <laughs> you play that, you get your gladiator back. Or you get your archer back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you have a lot of options in those. Get your ranger back. So I think it is... It's real stupid (laughs) stuff. Oh, you get your ranger? Oh, my God. Yeah, it is is hindered by the fact it's an ice, but I do think it's a pretty cool card. But I know that... I think it's a good card, too, especially if you're like... I know there's those earth ice builds that run, like, the WROs and the deep ground soldiers. That thing is immediately, like, at least a two-of in the deck. Maybe even a three-of, because it can just get those guys back. Now, I... as, as of seeing all these new Earth cards, I think that is the far inferior version of Ice Earth you're going to see going forward. Because I think with that new 5-drop, I think 5-drop Cecil might even have a home in Earth Ice. Um, Mog, Miner, there's just so many really great new Earth cards. I can't say enough good about Mono Earth or X-Earth decks, I, I think, are just silly. Just absolutely silly right now. Because you, you can toolbox them. Because there's no sideboard in this game. The fact there's no sideboard is you kind of have to you have to create kind of a toolbox environment. You have to. You have to You have to kind of anticipate matchups and be like, all right, well, this guy's in here for this matchup. With Earth, you know, like like, like I said, Mono Earth, we talked about all, we sat there at dinner all day, we were like, I can go down to one guy now. Because yep. now you've got four, technically, with Mog. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah Mog, Mog is gross. So yeah, I guess, I guess going from that, we can t- uh, talk about Ohio a little bit, and maybe even the Battlegrounds event on Saturday. Yeah, man. I think yeah, I think the next that's what we're going to do on the uh, I think the next episode we're going to cover those results. Um, leading up to that, we're going to have just a real heavy week of testing, guys. I, I think um, I, I'd like to do well in Ohio. I'd like to at least come out with a with a top eight. Um, I think I could do it, but I'd like to I'd like to really be prepared for. A lot of the same old, same old, or maybe there's somebody brewing some real silly shit that none of us are even thinking about. But uh, I do, I think the cards I expect to see the most up there. I do expect to see um, some Vons up there. I do expect to see some Birdmans. I expect to see Ice in full effect. Um, I I think Wind Water is going to be like the safe uh, deck for the people that are like you know what I got this deck. This is my pet deck. It has been. There's really nothing in this set that it. Uh, when, uh, you you might see like arcs or yestolas in there. You you might see some of those, maybe even ref. You, you might see some of these. Well, they can't orders. really play the new arc because of the backup arc. Yeah, but it just makes them one bigger. That's the. I, I think they because it, you know certain ones are already running like really anthem heavy. Mm-hmm. You drop a refia and an arc on the ground, man. The, you've got a all of a sudden you've got a 14k ranger that you can't do nothing <laughs> about. That. That seems really strong to me, and then you've got you know, and the, those guys alone are already you know eight Ks. Oh no, actually, you don't play Arc because it plays the backup Arc. That's what I just said. Oh, I thought you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's what I was saying. He's uh, getting old. I'm getting old, and I don't really listen. It's okay. Now, I thought you were talking about it because you don't play uh, when I thought you were about like Arc's backup ability. No, yeah, I, no, I heard I, what I wanted <laughs> to hear. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, I, I think Ohio is going to be interesting. I'm definitely going to pay attention to the results. I'm interested to see because there's a lot of good players going, so I want to see what they bring. I'm not going to that myself because I can't really get away for the full weekend in order to travel, so I'm just going to hit up the local event on Saturday, which should get a, a fair amount of people, I hope. I think so because I think um, as far as I know, the only people from around here that are going to Ohio are me, Curtis, and Stephen. Yeah. So only three of us from here are from this area. Unless any of the guys from Virginia Beach are going, but I don't know. Yeah. So there will still be a good turnout for the local event. Yeah, I think it should be good. And, uh, yeah, as of right now, I'm definitely going to jam fire earth unless I figure something else. <laughs> unless as the, as the building goes, it becomes mono earth. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, we'll, I think yeah, that's we'll going to slowly happen. 
we'll see. But I mean, I'm excited to play, and I'm excited to play on Tuesday to start off kind of like our, our local stuff. Hopefully, mm-hmm. we can that can pick up. So yeah, guys. With that being said, Opus Five is here. Um, feel free to um, you know comment on our face. We do have a Facebook page up and going now. Feel free to you know drop us a like, <laughs> drop us a share, comment on the page of how your pre-release went. Um, you know. Stay tuned for more content on our website uh, that we're collaborate. We've collaborated with the the Tidewater scene, and the Fredericksburg scene. So we've got a website that's home to our podcast, articles, deck text, more content to continue to come. And also hit uh, Adam at his, uh, his Twitter at Chronos four one one. Is that correct? Is that, that is correct? So yeah, I'll go. Ahead, I'll go ahead and shamelessly plug everything again. Yay! So uh, if you have any questions, uh, feel free to hit me up on uh, Twitter at Chronos four one one. So if you ask questions, I'll try. I'll try to look throughout the week and when we get to do our podcast we can maybe answer those on here or or talk about some kind of subject that someone brings up that might be interesting. Oh, absolutely. We would, any questions that pop up we would love to answer. Um, love definitely to talk about. Yep, definitely take a look at the website that Adam Duncan from uh, over at the Pocket, Pocket. Gaming yep. uh, put up which is uh, returnersfftcg.com mm-hmm. which does host our podcast as well as other articles. Um, also facebook.com slash RVA returners which Beautiful. is the our new Facebook page. Be sure to give that a like and a follow. That's where we're going to be posting all our mm-hmm. our content and everything. And then also be on the lookout for our YouTube page, which I am kind of pulling up, and which hopefully we have also have more stuff like uh, maybe like battle arena matches or mm-hmm. showing off a full deck list and going over like what choices we made. Mm-hmm. Go a little bit more in depth and maybe some stuff we go into the podcast on. Um, so be on the lookout for that soon, hopefully. Things. I'd like to do to touch on the YouTube channel. I've, I've talked about this before. I want to do, uh, for those familiar with uh, Star City's YouTube channel, they do a thing called Star City Versus where two guys play a best of five, but they actually, while they're playing the match, they talk about the match. Like, hey, I've, you know, I've got this in my hand, so I'd probably do this. And, you know, knowing yeah. you have, like, they, they really, they dissect the matches. They talk about them. Granted, this game doesn't have sideboards, so maybe a best of five isn't the, best the way to go. I think five. best of three is the way to go, and you can talk about choices changes you would make how the matches went i think that's gonna be a really fun thing to do yep. um and that way it'll, it'll give us a chance to play more decks because we won't just be playing the same old deck each time chances are we're gonna play something different be it a spicy brew or an established brew just so we can kind of see how everything is you know working out so a lot, a lot of content in the future and we, and we do appreciate anybody who's liked us listened followed shared anything you know we we're, we couldn't do this without the community yeah, guys. Uh, thanks. Looking forward. Look forward to the next one. Probably in like a week. Yeah, and I think half we're gonna do so. it. Yeah, probably. Um, we're gonna most likely do it on Wednesday because I know I'm gonna be pretty beat because the higher tournaments on a Sunday. Yeah. Then I gotta work on Monday. I gotta work on Tuesday, and I'm shit. Then the week after that is well, there's nothing happening the week after that. No. I don't do anything. Yeah, we got a week. Uh, Unless there's any local tournaments, which I'm not gonna pass that up. Yeah. So until uh, next time, guys. Thanks. Yep. Yeah. Thank you.